Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the pay-per-view war stories. And this week, we're in Manchester. Dun, 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 As an Anglophile, I huh. feel bad that we presented this show. WWF No to the, Mercy UK. To the, great, to the great people uh, of England. Like, what... what are we trying to start another revolutionary war? Yes. They give us the Beatles. We give them this card. Yes. For shame. Yeah. For shame. Well, do you they know? They give us blood pudding. Okay, I've never had that, and it sounds disgusting. But it's it that. does sound disgusting. They give us bangers and mash. That's good. God damn it. No, that's good. I don't. I like the mash part. You don't like the bangers? You don't like sausages? I'm not a big it's fan. It's so good. Not oh. a big fan. Fucking a man. I'm gonna shout leave. out Elephant and Castle in Seattle. English pub, hilarious. Fucking delicious. So, and hilarious. So, and uh, funny stuff. WWF No Mercy, UK, 1999. <sighs> what a show they gave us for that one, right, guys? Ooh. Can't wait for this part. So, <clears throat> let's get into it. But first, let yeah. me introduce you to your no so crew that had to suffer. First, you know this man, th- you know this man has one thing and one thing only. Always first billing, but he's always a good brother. The Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. My next contract will have it written in that I never have to watch this show again. I just want you guys to know that. I honestly drive a hard bargain. I did not know about this show. There's uh, a reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hidden. They don't talk about it. Let's not talk about it. But we can talk about, about it with the No So Living Legend, Mike Booble. Hi, everybody. And I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. So, May 16th, 1999, we're one week away from another pay-per-view, which we're we're talking about at the end of the show. Three days away from The Phantom Menace being released. Fuck you, Let's not get into that, okay? Fuck you, RC Cola. Exactly. (laughs) Fuck you, Edge. You can find find that on uh, That's My Pick. Edge's like, what did I do? Next week. (laughs) Broke your damn neck. So, Corey. Yeah. How did we get to No Mercy? It's simple. Uh, Heroin. (laughs) No, it's simple. (laughs) About a week and a half ago, the the travel guy alerted McMahon's office that there's a goddamn pay-per-view in England in a week and a half. And McMahon went, well, goddamn. And then he told Russo to just put something together for those idiots in England. And here's what we got. That's not a shoot, but it's probably close to what happened. Probably close. Because nobody... Nobody goes into creative meeting and comes out with this fucking card. No one. Yeah. So, let's start the show off with a promo. The main event for tonight, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Triple H versus The Undertaker for the WWF. You mean the only match worth a fuck? Championship. The only match that's worth a fuck. And they cut the promo that they cut it so well that they... It looks like this match has been planned mm-hmm. for a while now. But it was planned a day ago. Our commentary team is JR and King. At first, I thought they weren't there. That'd be funny. I don't think they were. They were. They, no, they were. They, 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 they showed him at ringside. They showed him on ringside. Because, you know, remember they were there in England in December when JR found out his mom died and then he had that spout of Bell's palsy. And yeah, they showed him at ringside. They showed him at ringside. I guess I just missed it. Because, like, some of their commentary at some points, I was like, 
The, the, that seemed like he immediately said what just happened, like he was watching a pre-tape. Because I don't know how well the... Well, they wouldn't have had time to pre-tape it because it was live in England. <sighs> the audio felt like... Sounded like it was like from a I can studio. Ex- well, I can explain why. Okay. You youngins Whoa. don't know about this stuff. Whoa. You Girls guys do have You guys have been spoiled have by the land of, of HD and, and satellite full capability and all mm-hmm. that crap. Back then, you could not uh, show this in America, even even on delay, because the the tape that they would record on in Britain is a different quality than the one in America. Go figure, it's better. It's better all around the world. We uh, chose VHS because it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. Everyone else went the other way with beta and something like it. So they would have superior picture and sound. However... In order to play it in America, you would have to recode it down to the VHS level to play it here. Even in like, even the, the home video releases for these UK shows look like shit because you <laughs> it's like would have an ECW to dub. Yeah, you would have to redub <laughs> it, and it gets dumbed down. Like it doesn't look as sharp. Notice the picture is always a little blurrier or, yep. or fuzzier. The sound sounds a little tinny. That's because of the um, the recoding process. Yeah, mm. now, whereas nowadays, you can stream live from everywhere, and it's great, because it's not video anymore, mm. everyone's the same, but, no, back in the day, we suffered, bro. Like, SummerSlam 92 happened on a Saturday night mm. in England, and then they had two days to edit it to their liking and present it live to us on Monday the 31st, because it was always live on a Monday. Mm. Um, that's why there are certain sh- matches cut out, uh, commentaries fixed up. But it still looked a little blurry and a little buzzy because recoding. Interesting. You know who was at that show? Summers on ninety two. Sam Roberts. It's the first wrestling show you ever went to. That's where he. That's the one he went to. What the fuck was he in England? He lived there for like six years. Oh, did he? Yeah. Interesting. Not a, that's not a bad first show. That, to go he, to. he became a fan after that. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> you would. Uh, this show was on Sky Sports mm-hmm. for free. No, it's a pay per view. No, it, well, was no it was free. It was free. We would go. They would go over and present what they called a UK pay per view. But it was free. But it was free. Remember that twice a year they pay. It's all okay, so they weren't paying for this one. No, each year it would change, but they would never pay for their home ones. Those were thrown in with the contract. That's fair. I like say one year they would have to pay for No Way Out and fully loaded. Then the next year it's WrestleMania and No Mercy, and then the next year it's Royal Rumble and Unforgiven. You know, just some rad, random wacky shit like that. I got you. Uh, the stage for the uh, show uh, looks like the Royal Rumble it entrance. Is. It's the Royal Rumble oh, circle with just a plain small with a Titan Tron. So, yep. so, you know, no effort given at all. But there was like a little step so, before the mat, the ring. Yeah. That was felt like dangerous. It was a house show, and then they decided to make it a pay-per-view. That's probably not far from the truth. Yeah. Uh, this is the place uh, they had one night's. One night only in September '97 mm-hmm. with the Sean Bulldog match that's mm-hmm. famous. Remember, uh, yeah, around the ring there's a it's a drop down. Yep, and uh, Bulldog's leg went in between, mm-hmm. and they worked on it. Yeah, same same setup. Okay, is okay. it just like part of the arena, or something they built yeah. the ring? Yeah, I know it's uh, part of the arena. The uh, the area that the, the uh, ring and the surrounding area it's on a platform, just a little, but it's not a. I mean, it's like maybe that much of a platform. Not much at all. It's a tiny. Yeah. There are some like college basketball arenas in America that have that. Like the one at Vanderbilt has that. Yeah. It's on a platform. I think it's kind of cool. 
on for it's basketball. Kind of cool if you remember, <laughs> but I yeah. wouldn't want to be a wrestler. They should have had a ramp go right to the yeah. right to the step. I wouldn't want to be a wrestler who forgets that on a way crazy spot outside and breaks their neck like Rick Rude. Yeah. So let's start the show off with a corporate ministry promo. Oh goody! As today tonight's word of the day, two words of the day are, are no mercy, because the ministry ministry are will show no mercy against the opponents tonight. Uh, Shane announces that the Brood will be facing the Acolytes and Viscera in a six-man. Midian will be taking on Kane. Shane says Midian will give Kane the beating of his life. Really? Um, mm. uh, being a fire? So it seems like they're just. <laughs> seems like really they're just redoing the Raw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shane is going to unretire the European Championship because hey, he's going to face Xbox. Question. If you were going to unretire your belt that you've been feuding with somebody that you don't like, why unretire it to feud with that guy? Like, why not put yourself in a match with, I don't know, Gilbert or somebody? You know they, what I mean? Like, even bringing it back for Gilbert, even bringing it back is stupid. They, they they act like like it's a big deal to have the European title there because it, they're in England. And the crowd didn't care. I got news for you. Just because technically England is. In was in the European Union. Uh, they don't like them. Yeah, it's England and then Europe. So that mm-hmm. title was always stupid when like they gave it to the Bulldog to be the first European champion. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm British. <laughs> like, so bringing it back for this British show, kind of tone deaf. Mm-hmm. You don't say. The main event <laughs> of tonight is Stone Cold versus Triple H versus Undertaker. Shane's going to add a stipulation. And no, he's not the special guest referee. It's that this main event will be no holds barred. Cool. So let's get our first match tonight. Start off hot, Joe. Starting off hot with Tiger Ali saying... Hey, let's talk about that greatest sports entertainer of all time, Gilbert. Versus Gilbert. God oh, yeah. damn it. J.R. Carlson Goldberg. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He's and like, he, uh, does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. You can almost hear him thinking that. Ali uh, spits on a fan during the entrance. His entrance. And that's his best move. And there it is. Ollie cuts a promo before the match, the Does typical he? typecasting <laughs> him, and he's better than everybody. Uh, JR, I love the fact that JR, like, this is, I think this is honestly JR's first time on commentary with Gilbert. So he's like, what the hell? Why is the crowd being piped in for this man? Why is everybody not standing up? They're not, you know, he's just downplaying the pipe. That's so funny. Got to point out the, uh, the tricks of the trade on the other yeah. channel. Uh, Goldberg, Gilbert hits a spear and hits, does his taunt. Then Tiger Ali Singh... It was kind of a spear. He, like, ran into him and Tiger Ali Singh fell backwards. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, Tiger Ali then tries to kick Gilbert in the back, but misses or Gilbert Kicks him does... so soft. Or Gilbert doesn't feel it, so he doesn't... He no-sells it. And then Kicking he me softly kicks him again and then hits a reverse neck breaker for the win. Yep. Oh, oh, you'll be shocked to know that this gets the big old Dudderoonie. What? What? This went 105. This was terrible. Uh, It's got to be at this part that the crowd were like, oh, they don't give a fuck about us, really. So, like, whenever... So this is is the first time, because I've never watched this show. Same here. I have ever seen Tiger Ali Singh actually wrestle. I have never seen him wrestle. This is the first time I've ever seen him wrestle. 
Same it was here. on Raw like once in December of '98, I think. Uh, it, I wasn't it, part yeah, of the not, show not then, much. so I didn't watch him. Um, fuck you, Bret Hart. <laughs> you son of a bitch. This is terrible. <laughs> fuck you. Um, I, this is this I, is your fault. It's one of the, it's one of the funniest things ever that we've been doing this show for three four three years three four years now, and how many times have we honestly seen Tiger releasing in the ring? Almost never because they don't go to Europe. That, that's why he's here. You know, because um, they like to trot him out in England because, of course, England has a robust Indian uh, population. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the kind of thing that that company does. Like, oh, we, we hired an Indian just to use here. Very uh, Saudi-like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing's changed in the years. It's just more obvious now. That's what, that's what they do. Savio was brought in just because they were on a tour of Puerto Rico. Sir, he is the king of triple threats. Well, yes, he is. Uh, we go backstage and we get uh, Austin showing up to the arena. So let's go to our next what, match. Where did he walk in from? Because that wasn't the outside. I don't know. Just like random fucking <laughs> off. He probably the walked kitchen. out. Of, all he, I can think of, right? And so like they're gonna pretend he just arrived to the arena, right? Yep. I like to think of him traveling in just that vest. <laughs> He's like he like rolls through TSA like what? It's my vest. Yeah. <laughs> There's no shirt. <laughs> X-ray. How about you X-ray that? I just uh-huh. hope he travels like that. Just flips from the bird. Fuck you. <laughs> Our next match of the night. Six-man tag. The Brood versus the Acolytes and Viscera. Slight rematch from Backlash. Just trade Viscera from Midian. Uh, they show a recap of how the, how the Brood joined the ministry and then they got kicked out. Uh, the crowd's behind the Brood, mostly behind Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason they pushed him. I kind of I like I like this match. I thought the Brood were were minus Gangrel were the speedsters of the match, and then the Ministry was the the powerhouses. Yeah, but I don't know why. Why was Viscera the work rate for the Ministry side? Because probably because it looks good. The guys bumping off of them. Yeah, visually that's a good look. But also, how do I put this? The Acolytes lived their gimmick, so. A lot of pints might have already been inside yeah. Sirs Simmons and Bradshaw. Gangrel doesn't really work the match. Christian's the work rate for the Brood side. As should be. Edge sounds normal. Edge, Edge was half the was the other work rate by Christian all was the, the work rate, and uh, Edge was the Morton baby face pop. Yep. Yep. Uh, Midian and Shane come out towards the end. There's a lot of close pins. Uh, Midian runs down, hits a DDT on the outside, rolls Gangrel into the ring. Bradshaw hits a clothesline from hell for the win. Time, 13 minutes and 49 Wait, talk seconds. Talk about, like, you would swear this match is savage steamboat compared to that fucking right, first like, match. Like, Jesus. I enjoyed this match. This Again. A, so, the, and that's what I was going to ask you this. Did you enjoy the match? Would you have enjoyed it if the first match hadn't been Tiger Arley Singh and I, Gilbert? I, I enjoyed it even not... Putting that first match in play, to me, this was the first match of the night, and I enjoyed it. Yes, I could. Uh, yeah. but, uh, but I love tag match. I, tag matches I kind of focus a little differently That's on. Fair. And they worked a really good six-man tag formula. Um, the Brood, I think the Brood should have stuck together longer. Uh, they had a really good... Richard said that. Yeah, they had a really good presence as a team. They had chemistry. Uh, and the Acolytes and Viscera, I think, is a better team than the Acolytes and Midian. I agree. Wow. Um, Viscera is better as the big guy. Which is funny because he was in another damage. tag team. You would think he would gel it. He just doesn't at yeah. all with them. Yeah. So this was better than the Backlash match. I minorly. I, I gave it two and a half. It's a good match. It was, it was thoroughly enjoyable. I like the idea of 
Christian being the work rate and this getting tossed around like a rag doll by any member of the and then the double Classic team Christian. and then the double team moves <laughs> that you know it works Visra like, has him in a back body slam but then uh, Edge comes in and drop kicks Christian to try to do the close that was good. They yeah. did they, the two of them together as baby faces early on had a lot of like rocker type offense yeah, a lot of Sean and Marty. Uh, what do you think? Like, uh, what do you think David Heath put that match together? I'm trying to think who would like who would have been in charge of that match. Like, Simmons and Heath probably so? as the two veterans no. of the because Gangrel is a new character in a year, but he'd been around since like '90. Yeah, he's he's been around. And like, Simmons since like '86, so Simmons probably had a little bit of like, here's what we'll do. Plus, he's been part of uh, very good teams before, so he knows the deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it this is enjoyable. Good. It was yeah. enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a Steve Blackman montage, what we saw on <laughs> yeah. Monday, and then that leads to our next match: Steve Blackman hey, versus that. Draws. Oh, hmm. well. Uh, back and forth match b- between the two. Lo- uh, Blackman locks uh, looks out of place. He stumbles multiple times, and kind of you can tell that they're like, "All right, you go to, go here, go do this, go do this." But that won't be the first time tonight. Uh, Draws hits an elbow from the apron. I thought it was a cool spot. Uh, Blackman puts a headlock slash armbar submission on and draws instantly. So taps. He was going for an arm triangle. It's not what he did, but that's what he was attempting to do. Uh, draws <laughs> instantly taps seven forty three. It was okay, but you can tell Blackman is still coming back. So like, hey, let's put him in the ring with somebody. Yeah, Blackman's still coming back, and draws is not who should be leading a match. So yeah, Corey, half star, wasn't very good. You know what? What else wasn't really good? The Beaver Cleavage promo. It's once again oh. it's Mother's Milk. So the old ball and chain walked into the room while this oh, picture was on, shit. and I was like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." Watch this promo. So I turned it up, and she watched it. It finished. She was like, "What the fuck was that?" And I was like, "Uh huh." Every fucking week. Every fucking week with this shit. Mother's nice. Milk. Didn't find it funny, funny enough. What? Yeah. Shocking. Gas. I know it's the producer's favorite segment on Raw. She doesn't really remember that, so. <laughs> Let's go back to the ring for a Mankind promo, which I honestly thought it was his match. But he had a, uh, he tries to talk up the crowd. To me, this was boring. He brings up Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. So, uh, I think. Corey mentioned it last week. Didn't is this like something they cut out? Is this why like the him referencing didn't make sense to us? Yeah, because they, they cut something out, right? They cut a video like package out dedicated to him. Oh uh, yeah, they don't show because they show like the beginning and then they cut it. Mm-hmm. But like he brings up, he talked to Davy Boy Smith on the phone, and Davy Boy is like, you know, I have to leave. It's one a.m. I'm asleep. Yeah, I'm asleep. Get off the damn phone, Jack. I'm trying to sleep. This this was super boring. And it, it, it it's that... The show? Yes, yes, it was. And this promo. Okay. Because the promo, it was... He was trying to do a shtick of, like, I'm right here in Manchester. And nobody, like, gave a fuck. And he tried, they played football here. And nobody gave a fuck. Where was uh, Vinnie, jo- Vinnie, <laughs> Vinnie Jones when you Oh, remember that? Oh, yeah. God. Uh, well, then we asked the fans about tonight's match, about Shane and the main event, and what they thought, and they gave it. All right, our next match: Midian, who's going to give Kane the worst beating of his life again. He was in a fire, so no. 
<laughs> it, uh, but one thing I'll say this. Midian, not a tiny person. No, he's a big dude. He, so I thought comparing about the, to so Cain, like, you know? Uh, it's like the Bart Gunn thing. I'm like, fuck, he is big. Yeah, yeah. Midian's a big dude. Because you don't think of it, but next to Cain, you're like, Jesus when you, when, Christ. When you put Midian always next to Viscera, yeah, like, you look tiny. But when you put him up against Cain, you go, okay, he is smaller than him. That's a big fuck, But he's still though. a big man. That's five-star Michelin-rated chef. Midian, thank what? you very much. Yeah, yes. that's what he does now. He's a chef. What? A very well regarded what does he chef. Make? Is it like a specialty? Just, no, just food. He owns a. He he, he, he flavor town. He runs a restaurant. Oh, I'm amazing. Yeah, no, he. Uh, he's very well regarded as a chef these days. Yeah. Uh, Weird. Uh, let me see if I can look that up. Uh, I'll look it up. You do. Okay. Your thing. Um, it's your tip, but this match. Dennis is, Knight. Dennis Knight. Yeah. Uh, this is not. This is your typical Kane match that it. It's like back and forth. However, Kane has the upper hand the entire match. Already no sells the punches that Midian gives. Uh, Kane choke slams, uh, hits the choke slam on Midian, but then the corporate ministry comes down and attacks Kane. Uh, the time was 4:34. After the match, Viscera hits a big splash on Kane. Xbox comes out with a kendo stick for the save. Yeah, three quarters of a star. Yeah, it. You look like you were dumbfounded. <laughs> I, I was just, huh? What? Well, I can't find what he cooks. He does have a Confederate flag tattoo on his right arm. Oh, oh he had it yeah, then. He too, had it then. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's Remember different times. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, granted, I didn't grow up in the South again. But granted, I did. The the Confederate flag didn't mean anything negative to me growing up my entire life. Like it was just Southern. It meant Southern. It just literally meant, oh, they're from the South. Yeah. No, we're I gonna, wish I could say that. We're going yeah. to recap, <laughs> recap the evening gown match as Deborah is your new women's champion. As Yay. our next match is going to be Tori versus Sable. I, but I thought Raw was Sable's last day. Yeah. Nope, no, they flew. No reaction whatsoever for Tori. I mean, zero. Well, remember WrestleMania? No reaction for Jesus. her then either. Jesus. Uh, it's supposed to be Sable, but Sable says she has a chest cold, and one, she, she got it once she showed up in Manchester, so she can't wrestle tonight. So Nicole Bass is taking her spot. Tori Holy att- fuck, this show sucks. Tori attempts to hit Bass, but then Bass wins with a choke slam in 27 seconds. You know what makes it worse? I thought, okay, they had to send that crowd home happy somehow, right? So I looked on historyofw.com. No dark matches. Awesome. Not a single dark match. Just awesome. Uh, we got a history of X-Pac and Shane's feud. Uh, then we go to Michael Cole, who's interviewing Shane. Shane, what do you got to say about uh, your match tonight with X-Pac? I got two words for him. No mercy. Our cool. next match Thanks, Shane. for the European <laughs> Championship. Shane McMahon versus X-Pac. Uh, Shane tries to sneak attack X-Pac, but X-Pac throws him over the top rope and then hits the X the X pyro. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Uh, Shane tries to leave, but Briscoe and Patterson come out and stop Shane from leaving. They are able to get a punch or two in on, on him. China then comes out and then lays out Briscoe and Patterson. Shane accidentally knocks the ref out with a clothesline. China gets in the ring and hits X-Pac with the European belt. Triple H comes out. X-Pac hits the X-Factor, but China pulls the ref. X-Pac tries to, go Bronco, tries to hit a Bronco Buster on China, but she 
low blows him. Triple H gets in the ring and pedigrees X-Pac and pulls Shane over, over on top of X-Pac. For the one, two, three. Your time, 8-26. What do you guys think? Um, super dumb with Shane Man X-Pac matches. Not nearly as good as WrestleMania. Nope. Serviceable, though, and on this card, a beacon of light, two and a half stars. Yeah, it was, in, it was enjoyable. X-Pac carried the match. God, I hope so. I would hope. <laughs> uh, after the match, Shane hits uh, Bronco Buster. Kane comes out and makes it safe. Uh, we got another Mankind promo. Cole's wondering if the corporate ministry were getting involved in his match tonight. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. I don't know if they will. Then you're gonna, you can totally tell they're going to. And the corporate ministry attacks Mankind in the back as Undertaker uses a plastic chair to attack Mankind's knee. Plastic. Uh, and our next match, Billy Gunn. Take us ECW. <laughs> our next match is Billy Gunn versus Mankind. Uh, oh, Billy Gunn comes out. Co-main, Co-main by the way. Of that. Co-main. Mankind comes, music hits, but he doesn't come out. So Billy says he has nothing else to do. Billy wants the ref to raise Mankind's hand. Or his. Uh, Mankind. Go to the back and raise Mankind's hand. Yeah. He won this he match. Won this match. Uh, Mankind's music hits and comes back out. Billy then attacks the left leg of Mankind for the entire match. Billy throws Mankind over the barrier into the crowd. Billy focuses on the knee for the entire match. Mankind puts Mr. Sacco on, but Billy just throws Mankind onto a chair that was uh, in the ring. Uh, Billy pile drives Mankind on a chair. He pins, but the ref, uh, he pins him, but the ref hits three. But Mankind kicks out at two. The bell rings. They don't know what to do. So Billy then hits a famouser on Mankind for the one, two, three. Billy wasn't happy after the match. 12 minutes and 17 seconds. Terrible match. It was serviceable in the sense that they both aren't young guys and they knew at least some of what to do. Mankind is obviously in a lot of pain. Yeah. And Billy Gunn... He's not really going to be the guy to kind of carry things with the other guys a little less than 100. Um, still on this card, it was far from the worst, and I gave it a flat two. I was significantly higher than that. Yeah? I think it's probably because it's on this card. It could be. It is my second highest rated match of the night. Yeah? What'd you get? Wow. Two and three quarter. I actually like, found some spots really, really enjoyable. I was like into Billy Gun for some reason in this match. I just find I have a hard time going back and watching Mankind footage where he's so obviously not. He should not be in there. Mm-hmm. And he, in fact, he's. I think he's due for surgery soon. But I mean, like, what were you bothers medium, me? Yeah. Like yeah, I like the f- and, and and you're right. It bothers. I like the fact, but I don't. The crowd did. It's one of those where we're doing the air horn and then chanting "Olay." It's, I mean, they couldn't it, give it a bothered, fuck. It bothers. You know, it, I, I, it's like it, it's this. I like the fact Olay. that I like the fact that at this time they do not give a fuck about the talent. Like you see, mankind limping to the ring and they attack him prior to the ring to you know show he's hurt. He's limping. It's like no, no, he's legitimately hurt, but. This is that time frame. If you're hurt, you lose your spot. I mean, yeah. We'll talk about the main event. Speaking of that, uh, 
let's go to it. But first, this is when uh, commentary gives the David Boy Smith shout out of somebody he knows is in the hospital. Hopefully, they get well soon, and hopefully, you know, you 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 come back soon. There, David Boy. Why was he in the hospital? That trap door in WCW oh, almost. That's and, right. And then the, he had like some. You want to bring it? Let's bring it up now. About what? Yeah. He didn't have an infection. Yeah, he ended up with an infection. Almost died. That's right. Um, that's right. Got in his bloodstream and all that shit, and he was really fucked. In fact, he never truly recovered. Oh yeah. That injury is what led to his death. Yes. Like I don't know the age. Like, that he, that that alone was the like yeah. end end game. Well, and he had, and he had just been fired by WCW while in the hospital, and mm. two things. One on brand Bischoff on brand. Whether you like whether you like WWE or not, they've always had a weird thing with the Hart family, even after the Brett thing. It's like, you know, they offer Jim to, to stay. They're going to offer Bulldog a chance to come back because it's like, oh, it's you know, it's a name and it's. And after Montreal, they like, hey, if you guys want to leave, you're you're released. You can work tomorrow. That's fine. Like that's yeah, it's weird. And uh, so, nope. that's what's going on what? here. Uh, so why is that? Like, why is Vince like? The way he is with Stu when he wasn't like that with any other promoter. Why, why is it Stu? Well, according to Brett right now, he never did pay Stu. Yeah, he owes Stu, like, or owed Stu like 750000 Yeah, from 84. when he In 84, Vince went around to buy the territories mm-hmm. instead of putting them out. He offered everyone a chance to, to buy Cash out. out. And Stu took him up on it. Typical Vince, he never paid him a dime. Yeah. Uh, so a year later... Um, Bruce Hart actually opened up Stampede again, and Vince tried to cry foul that he had bought the territory. And it was real quickly pointed out, well, Vince, you didn't pay anybody one red cent, so fuck off. But, but Vince got the TV out of it. That's all that mattered. Yep. Uh, but I think because of that, maybe just also respect, because um, everybody in the business respected Stu. Um, it was always like, okay, we'll, we'll do you favor. I mean, look at December 95. It was Stu's 80th birthday. And during the, the beginnings of the Monday Night Wars, they had a Stu Hart appreciation mm-hmm. night in December 95. And you had guys from both WCW and WF working on that card. Crazy. Yeah. You had Razor and, I mean, of course, Brett Nolan, Bulldog, Razor, Sean. But then you had Flying Brian and Benoit and Eddie and Dean. All those from, and on the same card. That was televised in Canada. Bonkers. Right? It's weird. Man, that should be a hidden gem. Come on, now. <laughs> right. Where's that at? That's what I'm talking about. So we get a promo, the one that they start the show with, the main event that they planned for a while now. So our main event, Triple H with China versus Undertaker with Paul Bear versus Stone Cold. I'm just going to say it now. I think, I think, I think I like this Triple H music better without the words. I, I do like it. That's fair. I think I might. Like, because I love that theme with the words. Yeah. But I don't remember this so much, but I'm listening to it. I'm like, it sounds mm, awesome. Just I think I dig this, yeah. It, <laughs> it, it, it's been popping up on my shuffle a lot lately for some reason. That yeah. and the Rocks one, and which you know, I love now. And you were just talking about how um, Mankind probably shouldn't have been working and the limping and losing the spot. Well, here comes The Undertaker. Yep. With the most noticeable fucking limp. Mm-hmm. That is, you can't even try. I mean, was he trying? No. I'd like no. to think he was trying to hide it and just that's how bad it was. Nope. Cuz that guy no sells everything. But is between here hit? but but yeah, it's the start. Of, but between here and raw, that motherfucker is limping so goddamn bad. You can tell every step he takes on that leg is killing him. Mm. Uh one thing is Triple H is not wearing elbow pads 
That looked weird. Yeah. That's like somebody wearing no knee pads. It just looked weird. It's like Cody. I hate it. Like, uh, uh, Stone Cold with the biggest pop of the night. Well, that's you a safe would bet. hope. Yeah. Uh, this I is think the, you're underplaying that Gilbert pop. Yeah. This is, this is for the... That was piped. <laughs> this is for the WWF Championship. Uh, Triple H jumps Austin during, the, uh, en- during his entrance at the ramp. Triple H and Undertaker double-team Austin on the ramp. Undertaker chokes Austin with some cords. That would get you fired nowadays. Uh, Austin... I, so, they were all told at all times to not do that. I don't know why wrestlers ignore the thing about the cords, but they're all specifically told, don't do that because you don't know what the fuck is plugged in. You don't know what those cords go to. Stop it. But every fucking person uses the cords. <laughs> you know, famously, that happened at WrestleMania 11. <laughs> like, Jesus. And yeah. to their credit, they turned it into a comedy bit later on in the night. Uh-huh. But somebody, and I don't think he was even a wrestler, but somebody somehow unplugged something down at ringside during WrestleMania 11. <laughs> and finally, later on, something happened again, and Vince goes, oh, we apologize for the uh, uh, issues we've been having, and Lawler's like, Oh, uh, you mean this cord right here? Was I supposed to... Is this that's, supposed to be plugged in? That's fantastic. And Vince is like, Jerry, it's been you this whole time. Like they, they managed to turn it into a bit, yeah. but... Like, I remember I was listening to one of the Bruce's podcasts, and he was like, he got, like, angry. He was like, we fucking told him to stop touching that shit. <laughs> don't fucking pick the cords up. You don't know what they go to. You assholes, leave them alone. Everybody's like, nah, we're nah. going to rip these Can all imagine up. imagine just killing the feed to WrestleMania? <laughs> Oops. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, give away the main event WrestleMania. It seems to be fine, so whatever. I mean, why not? Uh, Austin gets moments during the match that he's able to control both men, but it's not that long. Triple H grabs a chair, but Earl then pulls it away from Triple H, allowing Austin to use it on both men. Jesus. Perfectly legal. Yep. It's no, it's no holds barred there, Earl. Attitude, bro. <laughs> uh, Triple H and Undertaker begin to argue, but Austin stops oh. that from getting. I know anywhere. what it is, Joe. Hmm. Ric Flair has a little Nate. Austin has little has has little Stone Cold. Little, has a little cold. Little cold. <laughs> has little Hebner. <laughs> uh, I think it's old cold. Old cold. <laughs> uh, Triple H wraps Austin's uh, legs around the post, <laughs> and you can totally tell when he tells Austin to like yank him into the post. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Triple H and Undertaker finally get into it. Then all of a sudden, Paul Bear squares up with China with karate moves. That was awesome. <laughs> that was the spot of the night. That yes, was it was. Percy being yeah. bored. He's yeah. like, fuck that. We're going to do shit. And China just looks at him like, what the so, fuck? And walks away. Credit to her not laughing. You know, she was like, what do I do with this now? What do I do with this? That's, I feel like that was a rib on China. He's Best, probably like, uh, what, is, what is China going to do if I do this? What is she going to do? He's probably just trying to pop everybody because, at like, that point. Sean and Triple H would always try and pop China in the ring. And they'd always look at her and she would just like stand there all stoic. I feel like that's what this was. Um, Undertaker is going to chokeslam Austin, but they wait for, they have to wait for a Triple H to attack Undertaker. So I'm going to say this now. There was a lot of calling. It was, it was sloppy as it shit. It was sloppy. This match was sloppy. Right, because looking back can, at it now, I was too generous with my rating. Undertaker, uh, I mean, Austin catapults Triple H into an Undertaker chokeslam. I thought that was cool. Uh, Austin stuns Triple H, but the corporate ministry runs down and attacks Austin. Xbox, Kane, Mankind, and the Brood come out and make the save. They all brawl, leaving Triple H and Austin. Uh, China tries to do her somersault move into Austin, but he stuns her. Austin stuns Triple H for the win. 18-27. And then we get a never-ending 
celebration. Never ending. Let, let, let me, I'll run that down. Shane runs up the aisle, but X-Pac comes in, tosses uh, Shane back in the ring from a, to get a stunner. X-Pac then gets in the ring and hits a Bronco Buster on Shane, Triple H, and China. Austin, X-Pac, and little old, uh, old Stone drink old, beer. Old Stone. Old Stone. Uh, they all drink beer to celebrate, but then all of a sudden Triple H and uh, Shane get up side by side, and Austin hits a double stunner on both men. X-Pac picks up Shane and X-Factors him. Austin offers Triple H a beer, but he stuns him again, and then X-Pac hits another Bronco Buster. Austin then stuns Shane one more time. And that the, is how you end. I love the way Shane sells the stunner. No mercy, UK. But the, I loved Austin pantomiming to X-Pac while he said, Bronco, that son of a bitch. Yep. What? Um, what? Two and a half. And I think I'm being generous there. I think I'm being generous at two and a half with these three. Well, that ought to tell you something. Like the match was okay, but you, you can just yeah. tell. Yeah. You, too it, many blown, too much waiting. Yeah. Wait, like that one spot where they were waiting for Triple H to come in. That hurt. So again, I think uh, for my rating, it's um, it has to do with the carb that it's on. Oh, yeah. I think it's just because finally it was like some actual stars and an actual storyline that mattered. So I was like, I mean, at least it's something to be invested in. Are you a fan of the uh, evil heel and his sidekick double teaming the world champ in a title match a week before a pay-per-view? <laughs> Um, yeah. Once the brawl, yeah, good. You're gonna love Insurrection UK <laughs> next year at this time. Once the brawl, because they just wash, rinse, repeat. Ooh. Is Tiger oh, Ali yeah. sing there? Huh? Is Tiger Ali sing there? No, he's maybe. Ooh. He's not gone, but I don't Ooh. think. He's Jesus gone. Christ! Stay um, tuned. <laughs> I lost my train of thought with. That. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's already he's already <laughs> like he's already worried about next year's I'm already worried for next Corey, year's UK we're gonna need a new host <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joe's out You're hi I'm producer Zen and this is the pay-per-view war story uh, you know what I got Rob Bartlett's number we'll bring him in <laughs> Joe's, Joe's out. out Rob Bartlett's in Crap. I hear Nick Cannon needs work <laughs> Ooh. hey he might get us some money will he yeah the rascal maybe so, I mean, oops, uh, what's going on uh, what? Uh, so, I could not find a buy rate, and there was no well, it's more free on TV. TV. <laughs> and then uh, attendance, couldn't find that either. It was probably it sold looked, out. It looked well mean, attended. Sold out, probably. It's anything in the era, so it's probably 16000 and change. Let I me mean, see if I can... Let's see if I I can. thought JR said it. He might have. He might point. have. Um, here, you know what? Hang on. Where are you? Arena? And it's JR, the New Manchester Evening News Arena. Manchester Seriously? Evening yeah. News. Oh, that's the, the bombing. That capacity is 21,000. I doubt it was that. It was probably, Damn, that's a nice building. They had a, they had a stage, so yeah. she's probably cut that. So it's probably around 16, 17. Well, I checked out. That ain't bad. No. For this, it, it, that's the For arena. That, I mean, that, Jesus, dude. That's the arena that the Ariana Grande bombing happened. Yeah. As soon as you said, I was like, "Oh yeah." So my Corey, kid, my kid watches a show with her on in Netflix. It is so annoying. Checks out. Checks out. Corey, she, she yeah. <laughs> How will you fix this paper? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. No, this is actually an easy answer. Okay. okay. I, I, I want to throw, throw some. I want to throw some names at you. Got it. The Rock. Yep. Yeah, where was he? The Big Show. Yep. Yeah, where was he? Test. Yep. Where was he? Big Boss Man. Where yep. was he? Ken Shamrock. Yep. Where was he? Val Venus. Mm-hmm. Where was he? Intercontinental Champion, The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Where was he? Bob Holly. Mm-hmm. Where was he? Al Snow. Where was he? Road Dog. Where mm-hmm. was he? 
Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett. Where were they? Nowhere to be found on this fucking show. Yep. Easily. Just use them. Don't even care what you, how you rearrange it. Just, just use them. There was more star power left off the show than kept on. There, were, there could have been a better pay-per-view. Yes. It is off, off bonkers than on. the <laughs> amount of people you just listed. Yeah, I thought about that while watching. I'm like, wait a minute. They're, all of these people are nowhere to be found. Holy shit. Yep. So, speaking of holy, let's go to the uh, award show. Well, it's award show time, so let's start it off with best match. To me, it's a six-man tag. Mine was the main event. Six-man, I enjoyed that. Just sloppy with the main event. Worst match. Tiger Holly singing Gilbert. Yep, that's no doubt. There yeah, Tiger no. Although I almost went Tory Bass, but no. I almost said Tory Bass as well. Tory it's Bass. either or. Tory Bass. MVP. Uh, that's a tough one. I went Austin because, uh, I mean, it's... He's monster over... He won. I, and, and if you look at this card, <laughs> it's pretty easy to see who drew that house. So I'll give it to Austin. Thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Modib. I got one. Tiger Ali Singh, he's terrible. Tiger Ali Singh. Mankind. Yeah, he was pretty bad. That promo was he, shit for what he usually does. He had yeah. multiple promos. And he had nothing in yeah. the ring. And he lost to Billy Gunn in the co-main event. It's almost like they have plans for Mr. Gunn. Wait a minute. Um, WTF? <laughs> that they went with this card. That they said, yes, I feel comfortable... Putting this out there to represent our company, which is on fire right now, and firing on all cylinders. So I guess before I give my my question to that, did they do any other house show around this pay per view, or did they fly to England, do the show, fly back? Sometimes they would stick around, but no, they had to fly back because they were um, doing house shows all week leading up to Over the Edge. So what's better? So they the- flew over <laughs> yeah. with this card. Ready to go, and this is this is what they. Yeah, I bet you the names that you named. Was Vince off? even there? Probably not. Shane's no. there, so he's in charge. Jesus. With the names there. that you named off, probably were doing the house shows in the states. Probably, you know what? No, I looked. There wasn't another show that night. The next night, maybe. But yeah. that's my WTF. Is just the, like for like specifically, I said what, no rock. But I mean, just pick. Although he's on the. Uh, Poster for the show. I know. So so is Deborah. Uh huh. And so is Road Dog. Yep. Yep. I was like, ah, oh, not here, not here, not here. <laughs> good, good job, guys. N- not not good. Not good. Uh, my dope chef is the guy dressed up as China. A little weird. Yeah, it was super uh, weird. You know, super. Weird. We don't king shame here. No, it was just weird. <laughs> so this brings an end to the, our first pay per view of three for this month. No, second, second of three. We second had of three. Celebrity. Oh, we did have celebrity. Thank God. Because remember, uh, it, fuck the Malenko. It feels. Remember, like, by the time we get done with next week, Slamboree is going to be an oasis in the desert that we I, vividly recall <laughs> as we reach for it. I feel like I'm in the desert right now. That's why I can't really. I I feel like Slamboree's in like two weeks. But remember, we, remember we, Kidman got power bombed. Yeah, I forgot. Remember that shit? Yeah, I do. We're going straight towards the Great American Bash, buddy. I forgot. So we're down with two. And we're on to one more. Mm. WWF Over the Edge is next week in Kansas City. Yep. Yep. And um, 
we are not looking forward to it. Nope. And it's one of those things, and I can't... Here's the thing. I know, I believe you two are going to be watching the... Well, I'm going to be watching the original, original version. Broadcast. If I still have the disc, I will watch the original broadcast. But so, I don't know if I, if I kept it. I might have gotten rid so of it. So you have... We're going to have you two, maybe, you two, mm-hmm. watching the original broadcast of Over the Ridge. And I will be watching off the network. So we're, I envy we're, you. we'll get the... Here's the thing. You're I a drastically different for show. <laughs> I that that's what and here's the thing. I want to watch the. I've never seen the original airing, but I, I don't want to watch the yeah. original airing. I I watched the original airing for the first time in 2003. Mm-hmm. It took that long. Not that I was looking for it, but I found a guy that had converted to Blu-ray to DVD. Oh, DVD. And I was like, well, yep, I'm a collector. Yes, I'll buy it. That's what I did. I haven't watched it since then. Are you gonna? Are you gonna let the Letter database watch it? Nah, I not yet. He knows what happens, but I don't really want to know. Yeah, because he, yeah, he he's he would grasp some of it, but not grasp the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, not looking forward to it. it so like that's that's my for the next week's pay per view. That's why I'm kind of like hesitant because I'm like I've never seen the original. Like, I've seen bits and pieces. He's dead, and we're back in 10. Exactly. Nine, That's where I get it from. Eight. But yep. I'm watching, let me watch the network version and see what they edit out to kind of make it Any run. reference to Owen. Yeah. Yeah. Block, I mean, I was floored. Which I'm curious about. When I found out that was going to be on the network. I'm curious about the rock match. Because he picks the headset up and shouts him out. I'm curious what they do with that segment of the they match. They could just mute the headset. You think so? Yeah. Because I remember I've seen, like, he's. You clearly hear him. He's like he says like the Rock. I want to get to next week. It's like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, real quickly, so I'm curious yeah. about that. They, they might keep the promos in, but anything that references the accident or him dead might be. But that's that's another thing. So next week here on the Pay Per View War Stories, we will be doing 1999's Over the Edge. The show. I apologize ahead of time. People. The show. We apologize ahead of time. It's not going to be a fun. It's going to be heavy. It's going to be heavy. The show that since day one that we started this show. Any show, the Monday Night War stories that we yep. started, once we went, it was coming. It's coming. a year. I remember a year out. Yeah, we did over the edge in your house ninety eight, and afterwards we were, me and Joe were like, we got a year, one year, and it's upon us. <laughs> yeah. So next week here, the over edge, over the edge, nineteen ninety nine. It'll be. I'm going on record. It's going to be our second greatest episode that we'll ever do. I'm calling it now. Can't wait. And the first one will be WCW Sold Out 2000. That'll be the single greatest episode <laughs> we ever do. I can't wait. Oh, I know some stuff coming for that, and <laughs> I am very excited. Wait. That might be a two-parter. I, wait. We might have a two-part pay-per-view which, war story. I don't know Sold Out. Oh, uh, you, you don't will worry about it. You will. I you don't worry about that big, giant thing over there. You don't worry about that. Okay. The huge, monolithic thing behind you. You don't worry about that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't worry about that. That's a, it's an iceberg. Don't worry about that. <laughs> full, okay. Full steam ahead. <laughs> Down with the ship. Got it. So you can find all of our lovely podcasts and words at nosoloentertainment.com. Where we have the written words. Like, that's my opinion of Mike Bobble. That's me. We have the Dekai Sensei with Jeff Mack. That's Jeff. We have the database where I am currently going through SummerSlam history. Ooh. Did you watch um, 13? I watched 13 today. So good. If I can give Austin, or Austin, Cena and Brian six stars, I would. So I was going to ask you of the two matches, which one's better? 
You know, I used to think Punk and Lesnar was yeah. better. Cena and Cena Brian, Brian blows it away. They're both five stars, mm-hmm. but Cena and Brian is so fucking great. Did Meltzer give them both five stars? Yes. Do you know? Did I you? think he did. I think he did. He's tough on fives, but yes, I think he did. I did, and they, and they both stuck. Because I know uh, the, the Punk Cena at Money in the Bank got five stars, and that was the first one he had given since the Hell in the Cell with Sean and Taker in 97. I, at, at the very least. It had least, been that long. I think Brian Cena gets five, and it deserves Interesting. It. So good. I've watched, yes. I haven't watched it since then. I highly recommend that. I watched it all today. The entire show is a breezy watch. Mm-hmm. Like it's the, there's a great Christian Del Rio world title match, too. And then everything else is serviceable. Like there's nothing. The women's match is what it is, but there's nothing that's like, ah. There's no Tiger Ollie seeing Gilbert? No, there's not. Meltzer gave four and a half. Ah, it's messed up. Uh, did he get the other match five? Which one? Which um, one did he get four and a half? Uh, he gave Cena Bryan four and a half. What Punk Lesnar? Uh, I gotta find that one. But he gave that that Cena Bryan match won the match of the year for yeah, them. and it should. So then he didn't get the other five. Then there's, no. no, there's no chance. Yeah. <laughs> so like wow. it, it's well worth your time. And I'll talk to you about my other idea off the Ooh. off off air. Teeth. We also have podcasts like this here War Stories of the pay per view variety. <sighs> Then there's the war stores of the Monday night variety. Mm-hmm. Then there's the supplemental wars of the Thundercast variety. Mm. Then there's the uh, draft wars of That's My Pick. There it is. And then there's the Philadelphia bar wars of the gang reviews. That's right. I like that. You can find all of us on Twitter. You can follow First Bill and Corey at That Kayfabe Guy. You can follow the No So Living Legend at Empty Booble. You can follow me at That Geo Lessel. You can follow the producer at Producers. And you can follow No So Entertainment at No So E N T. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, Instagram, sometimes YouTube, hopefully Spotify. And Twitter? YouTube? I forgot. I, I forgot. You're missing one. I feel like I'm missing I don't know which one it is, though. I wasn't paying attention, so there's, I have there's no idea. There's seven, and he did six. Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter. What am I forgetting? I don't, not, even, not even the five. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. YouTube. Some just keep yeah. losing one. Yeah, I'm losing. We'll be down to one in a minute. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> no. uh, give us a We're like. We're in cyberspace. Find give us. us a like. Give us a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we should end this show. But uh, give us thumbs up, thumbs down, all that good stuff. Uh Man, for one night only, Gilbert Gilbert must pose? <laughs>